2: Delighted to be joined by Kev McCluskey and Jerry Taylor after Celtic demolished Dundee by seven goals to one. Well, Kev, will we be a bit negative and talk about the fact that it was one each in the second half? No, we won't. That was a tremendous
0: performance, wasn't it? Yeah, we're going for a second there, Paul. Like, come on, mate, we've just won 7-1. <laughs> There's no negativity in this show tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, As oh, a Famous man once said, football, bloody hell. That was an outrageous tonight. We, we've done these shows for the last three or four seasons, and we've never had a 7-1. Nope. that where It's a brilliant result. It doesn't matter. the way drew the second half, one all. There's still loads of positives that we'll take from that, especially young Danny Kelly and his goal. Um, but overall, that was just, just a brilliant performance. I'm really happy I came on and did this tonight because I had a crap day at work. So that's cheered me up no end. Uh, well, Celtic does that to you. And by the way, I w- it was tongue-in-cheek.
2: Um, tongue-in-cheek about the centre. Gerry, that's what this club does to you. It-, it absolutely affects your mood. I mean, we've been covering every single game since the fabled 10-in-a-row camp- campaign that didn't quite go to plan in the COVID season. We've done the two Angeport-Chicago seasons following that. And of course, Brendan's return as a manager, fourth season We've had uh, some brilliant victories. I mean, we had a 9 nothing against Dundee United. Uh, but tonight, it looked as though we were going to score 10 at one point, Jerry.
1: Yeah, is it wrong that I'm, I'm sad that we didn't and that I was absolutely gutted when we lost one at the end? But what I will say is, you guys have had to put up with a lot of pain on match days. And look at me jumping on the bandwagon when we win 7-1. Big glory hunter. Sorry, Kev, but I had to jump on after that. It was... Oh, do you know what? It's it's, fine. Paddy,
0: Paddy Lavi still giving you stick for us conceding
1: that goal. So oh, I'm happy. So you <laughs> it's all your fault me. The goal's my fault as well, is it? Right. Like, I'll take that. If that's my fault, I'll take that every single week for a seven one. It was oh, it was just good to be back, boys, eh?
2: That's how it felt. That's how it felt, Jerry. I mean, I think we should probably go through the seven goals. Um, some brilliant performances in there tonight as well. Man of the match, we'll start off with him. Uh, Yang gets uh, man of the match. He seemed absolutely intent on just running and running and running at the defence, which is what we want. You know, that direct nature seems to have already got a a bit of a relationship with AJ down that right-hand side. It was working really well. They overlap, the underlap, they're creating goals. It goes off with Cramp because he's running himself into the ground, Kevin. Um, We were talking about his performance when he came on against Motherwell, There are some players out there who become impact players and you give them the chance from the start and they fail to impress. That wasn't the case tonight with Yang, was it?
0: No, but it was always a wee nagging doubt at the back of the mind that it might turn out that way at the, the start of the night when you see the team. But you try and be positive before the game as much as you can so you don't let that thought creep in. And thankfully, it didn't creep into Yang either because I thought he was tremendous tonight. If he wasn't man of the match, it would have been Iwata. It was one of the two of them, but... Every single time Yang got the ball, he was direct. He was running at his man. He was facing him up, taking him on. Like we said at half time, he's got Beck booked within the first seven minutes of the game. And that's him won that battle. Within 10 minutes, the battle's won. And he, he had him on toast for the rest of the game. He could do whatever he wanted. I think Beck was actually lucky that he never got sent off later on in the game for a wee push in the back. Could have been a penalty. But, yeah, I mean, Yang's a player that's... For me, he's got loads of ability. He just he needs to do it more often. Needs to have more nights like this. But there's a few moments when he's getting the ball and he's doing a wee trickery, a wee step over, cutting inside, and oh, I didn't want my mind to go there. But I'm thinking, Jota, (laughs) you know, he's got he's the one player in the team that's got the uh, testicular fortitude to, to quote John to take a man on. And do a wee trick and try something, and I thought he was exceptional tonight.
2: It was, but any opportunity, Jerry, for me to bring up the fact that Kevin did once liken Haksobanovic to Berbatov. Um, So (laughs) when it comes to comparisons, (laughs) Kev, you know I'll never ever get over that, mate. I'll never get over that. Um,
0: Absolutely,
2: uh, take take it in the context it was meant, and you'll understand. Nobody takes it in the context. They just throw the name in. And, and before you know it, you start believing yourself that you actually compared them to Berbito. Um Barry Lavery, brilliant to see again. Rogers looked delighted for young Kelly after he scored. He did. That was the seventh goal. Put a 7 nothing up after 62 minutes, Gerry. Um, and, the, you know, the, the youngster, although he scores a goal, of course, which was brilliant, he just seemed really assured every time he got the ball. You know, like, he, he wasn't a fish out of water. Sometimes with a young player... It takes a while to bed them in, but Kelly's obviously shown something. Rogers seems impressed with the player. He's been on the bench even when Vata hasn't been. He's came on tonight, He scored a goal. Uh, tremendous, because we've seen him making his debut in Europe this season, Champions League, and it looks as though, uh, for me, Kelly's one for the, the future. But it's brilliant to see a player being introduced because we're always banging on about the youth academy and we're not producing enough footballers, Jerry,
1: Yeah, and first off, it's like the belief that they've got in him to bring him on for a full half, just that speaks volumes. But the fact that this boy's got the medal to go on and score after they've told him you're playing a full half and you're coming on for the captain, you know what I mean? It's 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 going to add extra pressure. And I just thought he was like you said, he was so assured and a fantastic finish. It was brilliant. I mean, I, I, at first I was a bit gutted that McGregor got taken off. I understand why, because I was in the kind of no mercy camp. I was like, no, nah, I want to get ten goals. 12 some saw some folks the they wanted 14 but it was it was great to see it was great to see him getting a chance hopefully that will be him getting a few more as the season goes on I, I doubt he'll get as much because I don't think we'll be winning every half six nothing but he's given the manager a lot to think about I loved his Brendan Rodgers reaction when he turned to John Kennedy after he scored and to me I don't know if he was saying to John Kennedy as if John Kennedy was telling him see I told you and Rodgers, like, yeah. Ah, so I mean, also, maybe a wee, a wee stroke for uh, a wee stroke for John Kennedy there, maybe convinced him to give him a half. But unreal. And as for Yang, um, he's shown glimpses over the season. He has been frustrating, but let's hope hopefully he's going to kick on now. He's coming on the um, the last game there. He was great, and then outstanding today, absolutely outstanding. So yeah, what a night so far. It's
2: coming anyway, together. No, but this is the thing with Yang. And this is why I'm reluctant to, you know, throw Kuhn into the the scrap heap because I know he's not been great. He's been far from it, right? But I remember uh, performances by Yang quite early on, Kev, and we were looking, I'm going, is he Celtic standard? Is he Celtic class? And there's probably a few games after the games I've said, no, he's not. Uh, But it just takes players that wee bit of time to bed in. He's about six months into his Celtic career now. And he looked right up for it. You know, he's, he's got that confidence when he's got the ball now, the heads up, he's taking on his man. He's linking brilliantly with Alistair Johnson, he's getting the balls in. Um, fantastic performance. Well done. And I think it was a, a much deserved man of the match performance. We've got Dominic Toy, uh, two players for me tonight, Yang and Awata. Outstanding. I'll never tire of giving Awata uh, applaud. It's, I think that he's waited patiently for the breakthrough. And what he gave us tonight, Kev, was balance. He gave us balance and it allowed the other two midfielders, to be more offensive, which is proven by the, the fact that both of them scored a goal. Um, and, you know, Awata, he's just so composed. Everything's done at his pace. Um, he's really, really good at breaking down attacks. He's got a brilliant strength. And, you know, when it comes down to it and when Hitati is fit, let's say there's maybe one or two games before Ibrox and, and Hitati's fit, could be a, a case of a water starting anyway because it gives you a great balance in that midfield.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we can get Rio back before the Rangers game, then I'd be taking O'Reilly out for a wee, a wee bit to give him a rest. And it It's my way of bringing Patate back in because right now, if you're playing players on form, aye, Mike, shocking second half, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Only the one goal. <laughs> Um now if you're playing players on form, then Iwata's the man. And it's not even it's not just his form, it's the form that he gives to everyone else. Because he's he's freeing up the two in front of him to become more offensive. But he provides that solid base as well that he now allows Johnson to get forward with the confidence that he's got somebody sitting in behind. So it's one player and he can influence positively the performances of three others, at least three others around him. And he probably just gives the whole team that wee bit of extra confidence and boost to know that he's there. Because he is, in the most positive way, a really deceptive player. He, at first glance, I don't think he looks the tallest or he doesn't look the most physical. But he's six foot something. And you've pointed out before, he's got arms like tree trunks. I mean, he's a big, strong laddie. And he might not be the quickest, but he gets there. Like his positional play is brilliant. So he's always in the right place at the right time. And it's everything about him. He's just... Um, He's another one that's just got it in him to be a right, good, good player for us. And if now he's coming into form and into the team and we're coming into the business end of the season, it's exactly when you want that to click.
2: Well, I think um, Awata has been very patient. Yang has been patient. Um, And then once they get their opportunity, they've just got to grab it. I think Ida came in, you know, criticised. People were writing him off as a third-choice Norwich striker. Comes in, starts to score the goals. Uh, we've been waiting and waiting on Carter Vickers coming back. He comes back tonight. Doesn't look 100%, I don't think, uh, the way he was moving around the park. So the gaffer uh, manages him really well. Takes him off when he gets opportunity. Takes McGregor and Taylor off when he gets opportunity. I agree with you. I think he needs to do the same way O'Reilly if we get the opportunity to do that as well. Because he did look leggy in the first part of the game. Then he came into it and then he started uh, orchestrating it a wee bit better. Um, as well. Keep the comments coming in. How are you feeling tonight after that? I said at half time, Jerry, and I know you tune in with, even when you're not on it. I said to Kevin McCluskey, what, whatever happens tonight, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking Rangers will come back, maybe win this game. Whatever happens tonight, just remember that what how we felt at half time and the fact that the whole thing can flip on its head in 45 minutes. We know that Rangers came back at Rugby Park, won the game. Whatever that does for their confidence, fine. But what we've seen at time is how this league can flip on its head um, in a 45-minute spell, Gerry. Yeah, we might have to go to the Ibrox. We might have to beat them at Celtic Park as well to win this league. But they're not invincible. And I think uh, at time the smiles on Kevin McCluskey's and my face showed that this can happen, Gerry. And we just need to look after our own backyard. The goal difference is only one between Celtic and Rangers now. One goal. That's what tonight was all about as well, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no taking an eye off the ball at all. This is going down to the wire, and you know what? Just as Jim said, I'm embracing it and I'm loving it. I'm not keeping an eye on their score. I think when we started to keep an eye on it, that's when it started <laughs> to go their way. So I, I'm just we concentrate on our own football right now. It was, ugh, it was almost it was a bit of a relief it? the night, lads, as well. And uh, see on the whole Tomoki stuff. Do you think Brendan Rodgers is cutting about the dressing room now, saying that he turned the water into wine? Ah, Sorry. probably. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've been building... Kev, that one was for yeah. you, mate. I've I, been I've storing it up.
0: up. I've been it's storing beautiful. it up. Absolutely
1: beautiful. Oh. Wait, there's Ewan Cameron messaging me. He sent me an emoji with a... Because <gasps> he's been winding me up saying we've got no chance, and I told him that was a turning point. So there you go, live. Ewan Cameron's just sent me a wee emoji. He if knows anyone... that
2: Anyone in the comments doesn't know Ewan is a jambo. So that's obviously why he is texting Jerry. But yeah, yeah a, wata, a wata into wine or vata into wine. One or the other. Let's hope we get a couple of bottles of wine. Blame it on the bucky, Jerry. Blame it on the bucky.
1: Blame it on right. the bucket. Nice, mate. Nice. Did you like that?
2: <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Paul Leinster, a.k.a. Ronnie Glavin. AJ back to his best. I want to talk about Alistair Johnson because um, when you look at the last four transfer windows... And obviously the January one being the most recent and there was a lot of disappointment around it, Kev. We've always gone about the players who have been purchased within um, those windows who have been a success. And Alistair Johnston is an obvious one. Aaron Moy um, came in during that period. And of course, Ida has shown signs that he could also be a successful signing within that period. But John Johnston went off the boil a bit. And he was being criticised a fair bit this season, um, not having his best off-seasons. But it's been a bit stop-start for him. Uh, a couple of head injuries. Obviously, I had to wear the Batman mask at the weekend. But I agree uh, with the comment in that that was AJ back to his best tonight, Kiv.
0: Yeah, that performance tonight definitely was him back to his best. I think last season, he came in and he was just phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. right? He was a throwback to a nineteen eighties fullback, you know, somebody that was just like that Roy Aitken type of a kind of all blood and thunder, going into tackles, winning everything. And he uh, he connected straight away with the fans and we got him and he was his performance level was so high that it was probably gonna be unsustainable coming into this season anyway. So you notice the drop off when it's there. And then everyone around him dropped off. So he never had that support of a, a solid player next to him or, a, or even a settled centre-half pairing next to him to guide him through games. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that could have contributed to him not hitting the highs, but slowly but surely you can see he is getting back to the old Alistair Johnson and a performance tonight like that suggests that he is back. And, and maybe as well you give some of the credit to Yang because he helped him out immensely. Again, Yang does a little bit of the defensive work that maybe others don't on the right-hand side, and he offers so much going forward that when he cuts infield, Johnson knows he's got the the channel outside to go on, and vice versa. If Yang wants to stay wide, he knows his route is through in the inside channel. So I think the two of them actually linked up really well, and that, that benefits both the players. Definitely, and it's good to see that understanding. You know, we've seen it down the years.
2: Uh, you mentioned uh, great 80s right-backs. Danny McGrain had a brilliant understanding mm. with Dalgleish. Jackie Mack had a brilliant understanding with Simon Donnelly. It just flows, you know, when they put got that uh, almost telepathic uh, relationship down one wing. And it works. It just works. And and I think AJ and, and Yang, you know, they've not played a great uh, deal of football together. It just seems to work really, really well. Um, overlap, underlap, and Paul Byrne. Is it our pal, Paul Byrne? Jerry, your old teammate, Johnson, by the way, outstanding. It might be. Maybe we'll be seeing Paul oh. on Friday.
0: Step into the world of power,
2: loyalty,
1: and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at choppacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.
2: They all depend on you, no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com
1: or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Oh, looking forward to seeing you, big man. Looking forward to
2: it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, keep the comments coming in because I think we have... Obviously, uh, here we go. This is it. Mark, good or bad, you guys are always here. Thank you, Axel. Absolutely. I mean, we've uh, we've been disappointed. We've been elated. We've won trophies. We've lost leagues since we've been doing these matchday streams. And let's be honest, it's a much better night when it's a result like that and a performance like that. There's a few people in the comments saying Celtic were awful tonight. I don't know if you're trying to wind us up. Celtic (laughs) fans as well. Jamie, uh, great game from O'Reilly again, which was good to see. Jerry, Matt O'Reilly's been getting a fair bit of stick. I've been standing up for him uh, saying that, you know what, if you look at the minutes, he's played virtually every one of them. Um, I think Scales is the same. But Since Scales came into the team, he's played every minute of football available. Um, That must catch up with you, but we're just not in a position where we can you know, rest a player from the start. Other than anyway, we did it tonight with Taylor. We did it tonight with Catavickers and and with McGregor. There needs to come a point where we do it with the likes of Scale and O'Reilly as well. I thought O'Reilly was brilliant again tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mate, it must have been killing you. Your boy's been getting so much stick. We all know that. Yeah, how much you love my boy. But I'll tell you what, don't be resting him now. That's him hitting form. Don't dare rest him. He scales the rest if you want. But I think Scales at times is looking a bit tired. He is looking a bit, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say he's been playing poorly, but there's a few more mistakes kind of creeping into his game. I don't know if it's down to tiredness or knowing that he's looking at the bench when the Rocky was getting a start and Carter Vickers back, who knows, but come on, the boy's been outstanding, hasn't he? Considering the fact that most of us, probably all of us, wanted him out the door pre-season and he's turned out to be one of our players of the year, so... Uh, great, great for the boy this season but for Matt O'Reilly just to see him smiling again do you see the smile on his face we've oh, not seen that. it
2: in a while oh. I freeze framed it you, you know I do that um, Liam <laughs> Scales is so good he'd get a game for Kilmanic, I would say Big Dom uh, says Kilmanock were denied a clear penalty tonight listen the thing is right there's people coming in here saying, don't mind, here we go, don't mind about them, never mind them, just focus on their own performances. Alistair, if Kilmarnock equalised in the 90th minute, I'm pretty sure you'd be looking at them <laughs> as well. It's a title fight, that's what it's all about. Embrace it, as Jim Moore says, get a tight fit for the April Derby. I mean, that that level of quality that he brings to the team, even if we can get him um, a few games before the, the April Derby and he's sitting on the bench, you know, and just having the option on the bench of bringing him in, would be brilliant. I think it would be fantastic. Philip McCabe Awata was always a good player. You don't get most valuable player in Japan and not be a good player. Great point, Philip. Uh, and Liam Carrigan will tell us, you know, of all the six players were brought in, he is the only one of the six Japanese imports um, that has won um, the MVP in Japan. So he, he definitely always had it. It was just a case of timing and then finding a space for him in the team, I think. Jerry Coyle. Uh, we'll play like that until the end of the season. Now, I tell you, if we do, we win the league. Simple as that. If we play like that until the end of the season, we win the league. The Cargan been waiting all season for that performance, a much needed win. Even the the fact that Kilmarnock were winning at half time, Kevin, and they didn't win the game hasn't taken the spring out our step tonight. This is all about Celtic tonight, isn't it?
0: Exactly, and it's always all about Celtic. Let's be honest. You know. We'll keep one eye on the result in the other game because it's it's important in the destiny of the league title. But there other weekends, I don't know who they're playing because I've got no interest in them in that way. It's, I'm only here to talk about Celtic. I'm only interested in what we do. That they've come back to win that game doesn't take the shine off a 7-1 victory. Doesn't take the shine off a six-goal first half. Doesn't take the shine off Daniel Kelly coming on and scoring a wonder goal for his first goal and only his second game for the club nothing that they do takes the shine off that the one disappointment from tonight was that we lost a goal and we didn't get the clean sheet other than that you would put this down as being been a pretty perfect night and yeah. yeah we're in a title race now let's embrace it let's enjoy it and if we keep on playing like this it'll not be a title race for that long because these kind of performances could see us get back on top pretty quickly
2: yeah, it would have been nice to be sitting on top tonight. There's a few bookmarked tweets that I would like to go and uh, remind people of, Jerry, Paul Boyle, <laughs> no Brendan Musgo tonight. I know, oh, they're quiet this this evening, aren't they? The, the Brendan Musgo Brigade. Um, Stevie Fulton, are you the Stevie Fulton who came from Greenock and played for Celtic? The difference was it Stevie Baggio, I think he was called. The difference was the tempo looked hungry again. Hail, hail. Yeah, we did from straight off the bat. And by the way, let's not forget, they had to go at us for the first four or five minutes. And then we, we you know, Hart had a save. Then we, we kind of stabilised it a bit. And then it was all about our tempo after that. Pete, please, Scales has not been outstanding, says Pete. Lost us points at Kelly and various other games. He's a good lad, but should not be first choice. Well, as we sit here just now, he is. Um, who's going to take his jersey? I wouldn't replace him with Scales. Uh, Welsh, rather. Uh Novrovsky's injured. You know what's your other options, Jerry? Yes, I mean, he is, he is a first he, choice. Maybe
1: a player that's been more consistent than Scales this season. Is, Thirty-five
2: games, I think, on the mm-hmm. bounce. Now, I, I just think that we're at a stage with William Scales, and we're probably at the same stage with Tony Ralston for a long time, where he's never going to win everybody over. I think the big argument is you're, you're never going to progress in Europe because it's Liam Scales. I don't know. I mean. All season, he's kept out Lager, Bielke, and at uh, Seven and a half million quids worth the centre-halves. Uh, November, December time. Anderlecht were interested in him. I think we're uh, the, the conversation is ongoing regarding a new contract with Scales. I don't know if, if they'll ever win everybody over. But right now, he is a first choice. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's nobody else, Kevin, who would get a game in front of him, is there? In Celtic, now. No,
0: there's not. And... I'd even forgotten about Lagerbrook. He's that far out of the picture. Um, He's not going to replace him. Stevie Welsh wouldn't get in ahead of him. I probably wouldn't put Nowrowski in ahead of him either. Um, So no, he's there on merit. Like Jerry said at the start, every single one of us would have happily sold him in the summer, would have all driven him to whatever club he was going to sign for, for half a million, and would have been done with him. And now he's, he's played his way into being a mainstay in the team. Is he the answer long term? Maybe not. But he's been the answer so far this season. I don't think he's really let us down that much. You, you, could, you could point blame at him for a couple of goals we've lost. But you could point blame at Greg Taylor, Anthony, not Anthony, Alistair Johnson almost fell into that one again. Uh, Joe Hart, Cameron Carter-Vickers. You could point blame at any of the back four for goals we've lost this season. Skills has been pretty pretty solid throughout that, and the fact that he's he's not missed a minute since he came into the team proves how reliable he has been this term. The point will we progress in Europe with them? Who knows? But who thought we'd get to the last sixteen of the Champions League? We got him, Gary Caldwell and Stephen McManus. As you back to mm-hmm. it, could happen. Yeah, it could
2: happen. I mean, he got a man the match in the Champions League. I, I just think sometimes you make your mind up and then it's very difficult to change that, even when the evidence in front of you goes against your belief of that particular individual. And it happens in life. I'm not having a go at the, the guy making the comment. Respect big scale, says Joe And Well, Joe, you said it, so I'm going to do it. Um, Noel Doran, some great attack in play and intent, but the player I'm impressed with most tonight is Alwata. His positioning, reading of the game, yeah, the anticipation is brilliant. General all-round play has been outstanding again tonight. I think struggling to think of a bad game that he's had for Celtic, even when he's been out of position. Tony Daverin, we met Tony at one of the uh, events up at Don Max last year. So great that you're tuning in. I hope everything's okay, Tony. What's it going to take to get Kyogo firing on all engines again? You know what it is? I'm now at the stage where we all know how phenomenal Kyogo is, right? We know he's not in a 25 to 30 goal a season. He's not going to achieve that this season. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. I'm just at the stage now, Jerry, where I'm. I i do not think we're we're ever going to get on firing on all cylinders. We're going to have moments this season that we look back on, and hopefully there's a few between now and the end of the season. And we say, "Oh, Kyogo, you know the two goals against Rangers, the goals in the Champions League," and we'll look back on these these moments, um, and he'll have contributed hopefully to a successful season. But I, I think there comes a point where you're saying, right, if he's not firing, either plays ahead of him, and we just need to kind of get over that a wee bit, even though he's a fan's favourite, Jerry, even though he is so talismanic, he's so influential, he's been brilliant for two and a half seasons, if we can't tap into it, let's not waste our time trying to tap into it, you know, let's play like we did tonight.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, now we all know Kyogo's a quality player, and for me, for all the big goals and for how he's played the past few seasons, he's always going to have plenty of money in the bank for me when it comes to maybe not having the best of form or just not maybe fitting into the the way they've been playing. You just showed the I mean, amount of balls going into the box, was never gonna get in in the end of them the way that Ida is. He's, he can't he's not got the height, he's not got the muscle. But he's still going to be huge for us in certain games. I mean who would ever grumble if Brendan Rogers starts him at Ibrooks? Look what he does. He's a big game player, so I think we'll still got a, a lot more to see from him this season if given the opportunity. Um, but like you're saying, I wouldn't be sad to see Ida start from now on in, which doesn't mean that I'm not grateful and thankful for everything that Kyogo's been doing for us, but Ida's done everything to stake his claim now and it's, it's I think it's his spot to lose until the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I think that going into these games are coming thick and fast now, Jerry, whoever's on form, you play them. You know, it's all yep. about momentum. I know it sounds cliched at this stage, uh, talking uh, cliches. We've got John Collins in the past and the movement, the tempo. Um, another guy that, obviously, Jerry, you know quite well, John Collins coming in um, <laughs> under a pseudonym. A lot of folk do that on this show. Simon Fideni <laughs> uh, scraped me off the ceiling after that first half. It was phenomenal. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Patrick Harold's wondering if you keep looking at the corner of your eye for that big ass spider, Jerry. Is, is
1: no, that a big spider? So if anyone does it, I, my Mrs. Megan's got a... Ter- what kind of spider is it? Um, Some mad. She an OBT. An OBT or something. It's crazy, and she keeps threatening to put it on my face when I'm sleeping, but no, I keep looking at the corner of my because Megan's actually there, and she's having to stay all quiet while I do this on my phone tonight because I'm not at the studio. <laughs> you were
2: just buzzing. You wanted to join us, Jerry. You wanted to join us after a boy performance, quite so. A.G.S.C. Tech, uh, a.k.a. Chris Morris. Ooh! The stench of a wee momentum shift back to us. I think our start 11 picks itself a heart, so that's a great feeling. I'm going to ask you guys about that going into a tough, historically tough game. Um, Kevin McCluskey, how do we play it? Do you start with the 11 that went out there tonight? I know it's a different game. It's away from home, different kind of shape, you know, the opposition. But who are you going to drop from that start 11? I don't think anybody deserves to be dropped.
0: No, um, I think you've got to go with that team that started tonight. Like <clears throat> the whole point that we've been making is you pick the team be- uh, based on form, players in form play. Where your team has just won seven one tonight, so I would say it's a safe bet that eleven of those starters are all in form at the moment. So go with it. unless anyone's injured. You go with that team. You try and build the momentum. That this team or build on the momentum that this team has got from today, and you take it there. It's going to be a difficult venue. Tyne Castle always is, but we go there full of confidence after this tonight. Um, Keep that team, keep the momentum, keep doing what we're doing. But maybe no win seven one, but we'll take two or three instead. I'll, I'll be happy enough with that.
2: I win at Castle I'd be happy, you know, two one to be honest with you, uh, Joe Fulham. He'll smash the net in Tynecastle. He's the type of player you think, Jerry, that would be suited to a game like that. You know, where sometimes you do need that imposing centre forward to really just grab the game by the scruff of the neck. It's a toxic atmosphere at Tynecastle. At the best of times, you know the, the the stands are very very tight in on the pitch. Big test for the likes of Yang, for example, who we've seen spooked previously for Park yeah. um, and either. But I think these guys, you know. Ida's just kind of taken into it like a duck to water, uh, yang, it's taken a wee while to get to that point. They're up for this kind of challenge, Jerry.
1: All right, and that's what I love to see. See when Ida bounce back to his feet and nearly suplex that Dundee player to the ground. That's oh. honestly <laughs> like I'm not I'm not condoning any kind of violence, but what we have been missing is a bit of that grit. Somebody not fear to get and stick up for their team, even though he's sticking up for himself right enough. But you can picture he does he's not gonna take any nonsense. He likes to outmuscle. We have missed that we have missed it for all the, the magic and grace of Kyogo sometimes us just needed into it especially for this part of the season but like you said a bit of up to water well none of us getting carried away about we should sign him sign him sign him because we're just giving him that time like we get carried away maybe no disrespect with Bernardo when he had a purple patch but what I'm seeing at Ida is he can handle pressure when there's penalties the big game finishes in the last minute just a couple of great headers as well I am I'm excited for, about him, so aye, the only way is up eh?
2: now. I think you're right about either, it's, it's one of the ones where he seems to have a wee point to prove, I don't know what kind of price tag would be on his head, but we're throwing three million quid at Kuhn and at Novroski, 3 million at Lagerbill. You know, 3-4 million quid for a guy like Ida for me is a no-brainer. Stephen Walker, green shoots. It definitely is. And we've also got Johnny Tiny Hands, play Kyogo in the wing. We've suggested that. I think it'd be nice to see it at some point, uh, Johnny. Take him out the firing line. Get him involved in the play. He's a creative player. He's a a very quick-thinking player. I think he could, you know, uh, join the play up a bit. So I would like to see that at some point. Listen, it's been fantastic tonight. 1,500 strong on the post-match. Great to see Jerry jumping on with Kevin and I. If you've enjoyed what you've seen, subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. Hit the notifications bell. And if you want to come and see us live with Paddy McCourt or Martin O'Neill, all the ticket links are underneath just where we're in high spirits as well. All that's left for me to say, Kevin McCluskey, Jerry Taylor, thank you for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network.